When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Get agitated, Bobcat fans. It's time for Bobcat Tracks with the legendary Jake Ramada. Bobcat Tracks is back. Can you believe it? After the however month-long hiatus that we've been on, but we decided to bring it back. Why? Because we know that Bobcat Nation is craving more content because they're all at home and, you know, the, the social distancing and the self-isolating and things of that nature. So because of that, the higher powers came to me over our, our Microsoft Zoom teleconference and said, hey, Jake, let's bring it back. And I happily obliged because I need to get off my Xbox. It's just the lay of the land. I've played too much Xbox. I, so I, and finally, I have something to do where I can just sit at my kitchen table in our apartment in Athens and just do something. And um, I'm excited to bring it back, but in all seriousness, though, I really hope you're staying healthy and you're uh, finding some happiness during this time. I know, you know, all of this in the outside world, you know, outside these doors and stuff. It's it, it's uh, it's a weird time, and I know they're they're these are all just tough times. So, whatever whatever we can do, you know within our department at Ohio University, whatever we can do to help pass the time for you, hopefully create some laughs and some entertainment. You know, we're going to try to do that for you because, one, we love you. We love our fans. And, two, we appreciate your passion for Ohio Athletics. So thanks so much for listening in. I really, really do appreciate it. But uh, first, we're still sponsored by the Bobcat Game Day app. Uh, Download it now in the App Store and create your customizable Bobcat sports experience, plus buy tickets and more. Steak and Shake, the drive-thru on East State Street is open, so you can visit them if you're able to. Qdoba also, they have curbside uh, pickup off East State Street. 
so that's cool too. Casa Nueva, they also offer carryout from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. And also the pharmacy, they offer grocery delivery. So you can visit their website, pharmacynaturalfoods.com, for more information on that. And you probably saw the title today. We're, we're joined by Vera Giacomazzi, Ohio Volleyball Zone, the two-time MAC uh, setter of the year. But those who follow Ohio Volleyball, and, and maybe those who may casually follow it, but Vera's from Italy. And if you've been following the news, you know that Italy has been hit pretty hard uh, by the coronavirus. Um, and Vera's had to deal with that a lot while being here in Athens. Uh, she's had a tremendous support, though, from her teammates and, and her Athens family. But before we get to the interview, I should say this. There is good news. You know, her, her family is safe. They're healthy. And she'll also be reunited with them soon. So here's Vera Giacomazzi. When it comes to what's happening over there, I mean, what are your initial thoughts when, when you just, I mean, when everything was going down the way it was? Well, let's say that uh, a month ago-ish, it hit pretty hard right away. You know, I didn't expect any of that to come out like that because it went from nothing to everything. You know, like the news just hit me, okay, coronavirus really, a lot of uh, cases, a lot of tests positive. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, what is happening? You know, I, I wasn't as frightened for my family because um, their area was not yet a red zone. Uh, but my region and Lombardia, which is the region right next to it, uh, were starting to become red zone. So nobody, nobody out. And then things just escalated really quickly, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it went from uh, you can still go to the supermarket or you can still go to the town uh, uh, that is confined to yours, and now they have to make a whole lot of paperwork to be able to get out of town. And I'm not talking about cities because I'm from, I'm from a place where there are like 10,000 people. Uh, like my dad, I'm gonna fly out on Friday, and my dad to be able to come pick me up had to do a whole lot of paperwork. So it's kind of crazy. It, it is crazy. Everything is in lockdown, uh, bike tracks, walking tracks. Uh, every structure industries are closing down as well just like primary necessity stuff are still open uh, everything else is, is completely down closed like not not working and just one person of the family can go to the supermarket with you know masks and gloves and everything it's it's crazy it's crazy and it's crazy. and you said you're going back so I mean you're so you're leaving so Friday you just yes. and he, so how much paperwork did he have to do then? I mean, it was just like stacks of paper, or was it just like a couple pages. I, I that that's so interesting. I mean, it's just weird. I know. Well, to be able to get out of town, you have to be able to prove that you have a good reason why to get out, uh, because they're technically not allowed to. Because if you try, you're gonna uh, you're gonna get fined and possibly even put in jail if you are like you know still trying. Yeah exactly so i had to like send him all the plane tickets he had to like write down a i don't know how you guys call it but it's like a declaration of like why you're getting out of town signed by i don't even know who and you have to present to the police that it's like uh right out of town waiting for you to go through it's like what and i had to do paperwork as well to declare why that i was aware that i was not in quarantine i was aware of the situation i was responsible for myself or whoever was around me and that i lived there the reason why i was going there it's i'm telling you like 
it's it's something else. It's different. It's different. But you have to do whatever you have to do, right? Safety first. So. Yeah, and I know. I mean, a lot of athletes too. I mean, I think about a lot of the seniors that had some of their, you know, their careers end so so soon and, and things like that. But it's like you said, you got to do what you got to do. So you, you hit on it a little bit that your region hasn't really been hit that hard. But um, so I mean, I guess when you talk to your family, like, how are they kind of adapting to this? Where they have to stay indoors now? They have to fill out all this paperwork. But I mean, how are they been kind of uh, going through these times too? Okay, so at first my region was not a red zone, now it is. Uh, it's in complete lockdown, every town is in lockdown. Uh, my family, it's, I feel like they're dealing with it fine. You know, I don't really know because I haven't been there yet to really feel the situation. Uh, here in America, you guys are still allowed to go out and go for a run and whatever. Uh, there, they're not. Um, I think they're just like trying to do the best of it. You know, my mom is a teacher. Uh, and it's really like hard for kindergarten kids. It's really hard to like understand how to manage that kind of stuff. My sister hasn't been in school in like a month, um, doing online stuff, which is very new for us in Italy because we're not, you know, known for being good at technology because we're a pretty old population. Uh, so that was challenging. Um, and but she's fine. She's she's probably one of the laziest people I've ever known. So she's like, oh, I can watch movies all day. I don't have to move from the house. So my sister is thriving right now. Like that's her environment. <laughs> um, yeah, my parents are just, the only thing is that they have to be inside. And as a family, we really like being outside. Uh, we go to the mountains every time we can. Um, so I feel like that's the only thing that they're kind of struggling with. You know, we also have a dog and she likes to like move around and everything. So I feel like it's just, I don't know, it's just different. And everybody's like trying to find the equilibrium between surviving in the house 24 hours, you know, and 24 seven. Um, but being able to have that hour air outside and just, you know, get it, get hit by the sun and breathe some fresh air and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just weird how you, I mean, sometimes you, I guess you can't even feel like you can open the windows even just to get that fresh air in. But, you know, so while they're over there, you're over here. So how much has that affected you that, you know, obviously, I mean, I mean, you're already so far away to begin with, but like you can't, it's just a confusing time because, um, I mean, you're not sure if you can go back. I mean, you don't know when all this uncertainty, if this is gonna, all just going to blow over. Like, how has this affected you like, mentally and thinking about them? Um, it was tough. Not gonna lie. Uh, over spring break, before spring break, I was supposed to fly home and surprise my parents for the for their twenty fifth uh, anniversary. Uh, didn't happen because all of this was breaking out. I didn't really know what to do. Nobody was certain about how the situation really was. You know, everybody was telling me, "Don't go back. Don't go back. Maybe you can go back. Maybe you can't." Um, there, there was a lot of uncertainty at that point. Um, and then it was just tough to understand what to really do after, you know, classes went online, volleyball was suspended, every every activity was not possible anymore. You know, and at that point, you are looking at your own country basically going down um, because they're going down. And I feel like the worst is yet to come. Um, and you're here, you don't know what to do. You're asking yourself, okay, what is best for me? Should I be there with my family? Should I stay here because maybe it's safer and I'm not going to expose myself to flights, other people, airports? 
you know, you, you really don't know and you're here stuck by yourself uh, trying to understand what is best for you and what to do with your own life. Because at some point you don't even know when you're going to be able to come back to America. And so there are just these like huge amount of questions that you're asking yourself. Can't even sleep at night. <laughs> like, couldn't even sleep at night. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What are the consequences? Uh, what is best for me? What is best for my family? And just a bunch of stress and, and stress and stress and stress. And it just, you know, builds up. And at some point you just reach an emotional level where you just shut down. You're like, you know what? Whatever. It is what it is. And then my dad came through, and he said, all right, you're coming home. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take it. So then what are your emotions then going back home? I mean, what are you feeling right now? Um, I'm happy that I get to be with my family, that I'm not going to have to spend the next four months by myself here. Uh, it was really hard for me at first because I literally packed half of my life in 10 minutes, and I literally put it out there in the living room. And every time I pass by, I just stare at it. And I'm like, am I really about to do this? It's the fact that I don't know when I'm going to be able to come back. And I'm leaving behind all that matter for the past three years. You know, and I'm here asking myself, well, I'm not going to be speaking English for the next four months. <laughs> I'm going to be following classes online. So there's no, uh, there's no like that type of connection that there was before. I'm not interacting with anybody really. And I'm going to be closing my house in another country for I don't know how long. And I'm leaving my apartment and I'm leaving my teammates, which I know they're home, but I'm still in the same country as they are. So in the same timeline, we're in the same schedule. Um, so it was very hard to reset my mind from I'm going to be here for the next four months to I'm not going to be here for the next four months. You know, it was just very challenging for me to just reset and, and tell myself that it's okay. You know, it's gonna be okay, um, but it's gonna be stressful. I, I can just imagine, it's, it's just a weird time. And especially someone like you who, who's, who is overseas and you're getting in that country, Italy's getting you know, hit as hard as they are. It's just, it's just weird, it's just a weird time of uncertainty. But I mean, I guess if there is, uh, Obviously, there's no positive in this, but when I have gone on social media and there, there has been, I guess, some good out of this. When I go on social media, I see videos of everybody in their apartments and they're either they're blasting loud hip hop music or they're, you know, playing their pianos and their saxophones outside their windows and everybody's just out on their balconies listening along. So, like, how much does that, I guess, um, uh, like, how much does that say, like, I, I don't know how to, how to word it in the sense that like, what's that reflect on your culture? I mean, like, how does that, I guess, is that who Italians are? I mean, even though, even though you're all still quarantined, you're all still finding the positivity and all this You're you're still having, you're still having the party, I guess, or you're all just having, you're all trying to have fun with it in, in that, even though this is all going on. So like, when you see that too, it, it, are, are you just like, yeah, that that's us. I mean, that that's 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 what we do. We're, we're we're trying to we're trying to find positivity out of this. Well, historically, Italians are not a population that are very united. You know, we always have had this uh, distinction between north and south, and I don't want to get too deep in that. But politicians and politics were always very dividing. 
Um, so to see my own country get together like that, it is new to me, I'm not gonna lie. Like yes, Italians are always like very loud and music and this and that, but I've never seen them united like that. You know, people playing tennis from one side to the other of their apartment uh, outside the windows. You know what I mean? Like, and then singing songs together. And for the first time in the history of the country, uh, every radio played the same three songs at the same time. It was like a week ago, I believe. And everybody was just blasting the music out. And it was like the national anthem and a couple other songs that were very meaningful uh, to us. Um, and another thing that I'm really happy about is that I'm gonna go home and be part of that because it's not something that I've ever happened ever before. And so to see that I'm still trying to, you know, make the best out of this negative situation, I'm not gonna lie, it made me cry sometimes. Like, you know, I'm watching videos, I'm just bawling my eyes out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go back and be part of this. Uh, because you wanna be there with your people, with, with, your, with your country, with your family. And I know, I'm sure your teammates have been a big part of supporting you as well. I mean, how big have they been during this process for you? Um, I think it was hard for some of them to really understand uh, what I was going through, uh, of course, because they, they haven't, they have never been going through any of this. Um, some of them reached out, Virginia did, uh, Meredith did, um, Macy did. Macy was with me the whole the whole time, and uh, they were like, "They're like, we don't want you to be there by yourself. Like, if you need anything, you can come to our house. Like, we do not want you to be there by yourself. Uh, we can find a solution together." Um, I think Macy, because she was through, she was with me through the whole process. She saw uh, how much I was suffering as well, um, and she understood how deep uh, that was hitting me at first. That's good. And, and the coaches, yeah, no, the coaches, of course, they were like always on the phone with me. There, what did you decide? Like, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but whatever you feel like it, just do it. We're gonna support you no matter what. Um, so it was, it was good to have a support system behind me, as I always had. Um, some more than others, just because the understanding is different. Uh, don't blame anybody because I still don't really understand until I don't, I don't fly over there. Like, I still don't truly understand what they're going through. Um, but yeah, of course, support system behind my back always. That's good though. I mean, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, Ohio volleyball is always in that family, and it's something too that's uh, you embrace right away as soon as you get there. But I mean, <clears throat> I was uh, obviously thinking about you guys too right away when when your spring season also got cut short. Did you guys even have a, a, a spring? I guess as a team, I don't know how far along in the spring process you guys were able to even get. Well, not very far, no. We had the chance to work together as a team. Um, we started team practices a week-ish before spring break. Um, and it was good. It was really good. Individually, we had a lot of um, of progress uh, as a team as well. We were putting things together. We were working hard for our work. Because we had, you know, like, spring is, every, is, all, is all about getting to fall and ready to go. Um, and I think we were going to, in a very good direction, in the right direction. And whenever they told us, we're all like, oh, we don't care. We're going to practice anyways. Whatever. <laughs> Let's just go. <laughs> Coaches can come. Okay, we'll just do open gym. Uh, you know, but then they told us that we couldn't do any of that, of course. Um, we were hurt. 
you know like when you wear when you are in a in a program like ours and when you like volleyball and love volleyball as much as we do you just want to go you just want to be in the gym like that's what you get what will get you through life as well um i don't know it sounds cheesy but uh it is you know uh, whenever you succeed in volleyball it's gonna be a great day for you no matter what practice was eh, it's gonna be a eh day for sure 100%. <laughs> uh, so not to have that part and not to have each other and not to have that uh, was hard you know we said at workouts um, we had little groups small groups where we just talked to each other uh, during workouts and so we participate like that um, and we just keep each other engaged and accountable well I mean, <clears throat> if there's anything about next season I mean you you look at Who's coming back? I mean, Tia, All-American, honorable mention, Mac Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, too. I mean, your setter of the year, again. <laughs> and Maggie coming back, too. And she was an All-Mac first-teamer. Um, I mean, the talent's there. So uh, what needs to happen next year for you guys to, uh, to put together the season that you've always wanted to? Uh, well, we've been working a lot also um, on the mental side of the team. And I think that's the piece that we need. Um, and then to keep each other accountable, uh, keep working on being reliable with each other um, and trusting each other as well. Uh, I think we had a lot of new, uh, of new incomers this year and uh, we are all working as seniors um, in order to create a group that it's not just a family, not just a group, but just a net of relationships where there is trust, um, there is listening, there is talking, there is understanding. Uh, which is, I believe, the part, like you said, the talent is there. Uh, we just need to put all of it together. All right, Vera, I got to squeak in a, a sponsorship segment really quick. Uh, Casa Nueva, this is our cheesy question in the interview. Um, what, are, what have been your favorite, I guess, uh, self-isolation or social distancing activities that, uh, that you've had? That just whatever, whatever it is indoors you've had to pass the time, what, what have been your favorites? Uh, well, I think talking to my teammates through the phone while working out, and then my mom and I uh, cleaned the whole house, me, mine, and her, hers, uh, through FaceTime. So that was great. And she was telling me how I missed some spots and everything. She was being picky as heck. So that was, that was actually great. I enjoyed that a whole lot. <laughs> That's good. I like that. And then uh, I'll leave you with this. Any uh, mega stuffed Oreos? Have you eaten any of those lately? No, but I'm eating a whole lot of carrots. <laughs> I, I That's had probably better. Little- Exactly. Yeah, I think so. The character probably better. I will, I will say that video did did pretty well. I think I think we uh, you you created a lot of laughs with that. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> All right, Vera. Well, thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. And uh, safe travels on Friday. Uh, seriously, I, I hope everything. Uh, I wish you guys the uh, good health and, and hopefully some happy times ahead too. Thank you. Once again, Vera Giacomazzi. She's a tough one, man. I'll, I'll tell you that. I mean. I will say this, though, about Vera. What I've always liked about Vera, having getting, getting to know her these last, you know, three, yeah, the last three years now of her career. Gosh, it's been three years. Um, well, one, she's a straight-up competitor, but she's able to find a smile about situations, no matter how serious. And obviously, the coronavirus, it's all a very serious situation, but, I mean, you're able to have a laugh with her about some things. You know, you're able to smile. And you saw that a lot. You heard that, I should say. You heard that uh, during that interview. And she just, 
I mean, it, it, she's just always she's always able to spin a portion of it positively, and you can have a laugh with her in some in some way, shape, or form. But I mean, I, I, and I'll say this: she's already one of the best student athletes I've worked with in the last six years. I'm not saying that I have like an active power ranking or anything. There is no official power ranking, but I mean, you can always have a laugh with, with, with Vera. That's why uh, she'll go down as one of the best people I've I've gotten to work with here uh, in my time. Um, all right, so so next pod, who do you want to hear from? So I've got guest ideas, and I've run them through the higher-ups, and so far, everybody's been like, oh, yeah, Jake, that's cool, but I would love to hear your input. I, I, I want to know who you want to hear from, whether it's you know uh, one of the seniors, uh, a spring athlete, somebody, a football coach, anybody. I, I am open to anything. This will be a weekly pod now because, one, I, I don't have classes. It's, I just have to finish a professional project, which I'm 90% done, and Honestly, you know what? I'm not going to get into it, but it's going to be a weekly thing, so please tweet me at jkarmada if you have anything uh, or anyone that you want to hear from. I am open to anything and everything because we. I, I want to pass your time. I want to entertain you. I, I want to make this something for you. That's why I'm doing this, and that's why I was happy to bring back Bobcat Tracks. So we'll talk to you next week. Once again, thanks to our sponsors, the Bobcat Game Day App, Steak and Shake, Casa Nueva, Kidoba, and the Pharmacy. You know, go support them if you're able to uh, during these trying times. From Athens with love, stay healthy and wash your hands. We'll talk next week. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So... Do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.